0: Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, you do not know what you are asking, can you drink the chalice that I'm going to drink? They said to him, we can. He replied, my chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and my left, this is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the 10 heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers, but Jesus summoned them and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. I remember somebody coming to speak to me once, a a mother and a daughter, and just having this uh, probably relatively typical struggle with a teenage daughter and and mother, and they're just constantly going at it, you know, fighting all the time and, you know, um, and just bickering back and forth. And just wanted to take a moment to kind of talk that through with them and and ask me um, just they could approach this better and different things like this and we see this a lot in life where there can be this sense of like one person tries to you know yell or or condemn or whatever then the other one comes back with it and just this constant back and forth and somehow we convince ourselves that eventually the problem will be solved and it never happens that way at best um, if we you know come to intimidate or come with um, this heavy sense of uh, authority over somebody, at best it will instill a great fear and they'll just be afraid. And that's, at the end of the day, not really helping any situation either, is it? And so Jesus in the Gospel teaches us, he says, you know, he says, uh, the Gentiles make their authority felt, they lord it over them. So you think about the Romans back in the day, the non-Jewish people back in the day, um, they had no problem making their authority felt in very intense ways, even of crucifixion, of, of um, scourging, of just like very intense, you know, um, you do not mess with us sort of thing, just instilling a great fear um, in, into people. At the end of the day, what does it really accomplish? You know, what does it really gain? Maybe just extra land or power, or whatever it might be for, for the Roman Empire. But Jesus, Jesus didn't come to just um, lay heavy authority upon us. Jesus came to convert us. Jesus came to reconcile us. Jesus came to heal us, to uh, give us a change of life. You know, he, he, yeah, he came to, to change things, not to just enter into that back and forth of, of you know, one yells and screams, the other yells and screams, and it just kind of goes back and forth. And so he says, the son of man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so it's really this model of the life of Jesus that brings new life into the world, that brings conversion into the world, and a new way of approaching the world's problems. So did Jesus make his authority felt at times? Yes, he did. He wasn't afraid to to yell at the scribes and Pharisees when they were you know um, not doing things right or they were being hypocrites so he definitely did that and certainly a parent would have that um, authority to do that over their children in the ways that are appropriate you know and in the right context whatever that might be it doesn't mean we can never you know um, teach with authority or things like that there's an important element there but what really brings conversion of heart is um, when, when we look at Jesus on the cross that he came to serve us that he came to become a ransom for us, that he loved us so much that he became, he became the problem in a sense and offered the love for us. That's powerful. That's love. That, that can change my heart. That's a different way of approaching life's problems. We look at just the, the people who lived holy lives and the ways that they have loved the sinner, the way they've loved the poor, the way they've loved people in their lives that's that's powerful when we look at these saints lives or we look at holy people's lives and the way that they've done that that makes us want to be better people that makes us want to convert that makes us want to change our ways that sort of thing that there's a power to that and it takes humility it takes that we talked about that yesterday so maybe we just ask ourselves at this point of lent how do i approach life's problems you know how do i approach family problems or classmate problems or things like that, you know? Um, is it just with kind of trying to like, you know, approach it with a heavy hand or constant, like making my authority felt over the other, or certainly mocking or those sort of things. That's not gonna change anybody's heart. That's not gonna gain anything. Um, become the servant, become, um, become like Christ. Uh, find a different way to, to model um, daily Christian living. Find a different way to approach these issues um, than just making authority felt, constant yelling and screaming and that sort of thing. It's not going to gain any ground.